After two decades of conversations, there's always a story to share. 20 years of Cape Talk. Join the conversation. 20 years, eh? How time has flown. October means it's time to celebrate because it's our birthday month. Cape Talk first went to wear 20 years ago on the 14th of October, 1997. My questions to you there is, I mean, do you remember the launch of Cape Talk? Where were you when it launched, for example? How did you first hear about the station? And you can also talk about your memorable moments. It's about the emotional engagement at the end of the day. What are those moments that stand out for you as a listener over the last 20 years, or maybe even the last five or 10 years, if you've only listened uh, for that long? What are those moments that actually stand out? You can call in on 021-446-0567. Now, every morning this month, we'll be reflecting on two decades worth of conversations by taking a look at some of the big stories that Cape Talk's covered. Today we're starting the 20-year countdown with a focus on 1997. And as I said, the man is a phenomenal writer. He is a phenomenal human being. Um, he is the station's very first program manager, Brett Hilton. Barber, what a pleasure having you and welcoming you. You're very flattering, Kino. Thank you. It's very, very nice to be back in a, a radio environment. And everything I said is absolutely true, is all I can say. But <laughs> uh, it, it's great to take a walk down memory lane. And, and I think the first thing to start with when it comes to you and your engagement personally with the station, why was the start of Cape Talk so special for you personally? Well, obviously it was the biggest challenge I'd ever faced in my working life, which was uh, Mike Wills and I came down to Cape Town from 702, where we were, to set up Cape Talk Radio. Izzy Kirsch, who was the chairman of Prime Media at the time, gave us a piece of paper saying that, (laughs) here boys, the IBA has granted us a license, go and make it happen. And he took us out for a pizza and we basically had nine months to put together Cape Talk from scratch. And it was a daunting period, and um, we had to. Ins- we took pe- offices in Pepper Street, and yeah. we interviewed a thousand out-of-work waitresses and comedians who were all looking for a place <laughs> <laughs> for their for their moment of fame on radio. Yeah. And uh, while this was happening, um, the studios, the initial studios, were being built in Bree Street, um, um, and it would not have happened had the likes of Andre Dutoy, who still works here apparently, yes. not being there. And uh, it was. It was uh, really, it was, it, it was a really exciting time. We had to design something from scratch, obviously based on the 702 talk radio format. But what gave us a bit of an edge was that talk radio was a completely new phenomenon in Cape Town. Yes, there's been no, you know, 702 had gone through the the the, the talk radio years of the early 90s with the right. unbanning of the ANC, mm-hmm. uh, the negotiations. I'd come from a hard news background. I'd covered the Mandela era as a journalist, which was a complete privilege and a, a, a chance to be on the front row seats of history. Yeah. And then found myself in this different role of having to put together a cast of characters to try and grab Cape Town's imagination and put Cape Talk on the map. And... Um, we, I mean, we interviewed a phenomenal number of characters. I uh, hired John Matham for my sins. I also, uh, <laughs> I also turned down John Pillman uh, to say, you don't have a voice for radio. And uh, he went on, as you know, to become uh, the leading light at SAFM and has still got a show in Kaya. Yeah. And, um, you know, just thinking now, and my anxiety levels still rise when we get to the top of the, the, the hour and the news is late. I still feel it in my car. Like, oh, you've got to get to the news on time. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry about you, that. No, you've got much better. It's Pippa <laughs> Hudson who's the main culprit at the moment. <laughs> I won't you know, tell her, I promise. You know, uh, one of the people that we originally had in mind for the talk show, for the morning, for morning talk, yes. for your slot, was uh, Nick Mallett. 
Oh. And this is something that not many people know because we tied some studios in Harrington Streets just to do, uh, just to test people out. Yes. And I thought that there might be a good, um, double hander between him and Gay Davis. And, uh, I remember just trying to get them to improvise on, on radio and I blindfolded them both and I gave them a squishy piece of fruit and I said, this is a Mapani worm. I want you to eat it and describe the sensation of eating it to the listeners because this would give you an idea of how you have to improvise going into, into, uh, into talk radio. Um, sadly for, uh, not for you necessarily, but sadly <laughs> for us at the time, Nick got offered a gig that he couldn't turn down, which was being the coach yep. of the Springbok team. And so that we had to move on to, to other things. And, uh, you know, John has really risen to the challenge over the years of being, Indeed. I think, the most outstanding talk show host in the country. Yep. And that was a time where we had quite a, quite a weird mixture of, of, of people. And if you take your mind back to 1997, um, Tony Blair was about to become the, the uh, Prime Minister of the UK. Mother yeah. Teresa died. Wow. Uh, Princess Di died. Yep. Steve Jobs just got offered his old job at Apple back. It was the first Harry Potter came out. It was a very, very different world from now. There was no Twitter. Social media was, was a non-phenomenon at that stage. Yeah. Um, cell phones were sort of fairly new. We all carried those Nokia bricks around with us. <laughs> and um, it, it was a... But it was a... A very challenging but exciting environment to to put together a team which included people from Janie Allen, yes, uh, John Quilani. Oh. Uh, we had um, Martin Bailey at that stage. Yes. There was a, there's uh, Martin Jordison who came from KFM. It was a very it was a very different generation as to the one that is now, and with and a very different kind of radio because at that stage. Everything was segmented. You're either into newspapers or you're into TV yes. or into radio. And you don't have this confluence of media that you guys uh, feel that you're having to play within now. So now they've hired people with ADD. You see, we can, we can focus on all of that. Mike, Mike Wall's got it right, though, because when I initially came for a job, I, I was, he didn't give it to me. Some, someone else messed up somewhere down the line. But let, let, let's talk a little bit about the most hair-raising aspect of starting this particular station, because it's about getting the technical right. It's about, oh, you just... So, so just from a technical point of view, when it comes to the setup of the station, people don't realize what actually goes into the backbone of putting a radio station together. Yeah, the first thing was... Uh, getting the signal going so we had a yeah. test we had a whole negotiation with Centec who put up our transmitter in Kreifentain and it, there was a whole lot of behind the scenes anxiety mm -hmm. as to whether the signal would function AIM was a completely new phenomenon here and everybody thought it was part of the stone ages whereas instead you get better reception generally yeah. uh, in many areas of the Western Cape as opposed to FM because the signal bounces higher yep. but I think the most hair raising thing for me was walking into the Bree Street studio I put that in inverted commas and seeing Andre Dutoy standing there gazing sort of quite dreamily at all these cables coming out of the roof, bare <laughs> concrete around, no furniture in there, bare floor. It looked a bit like um, a cell in Guantanamo Bay. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, saying, Andre, Mike and I, was, Mike was slightly more nerve-wracked than I because he had to carry the can. So Andre, we've got two weeks. Is it? And he said, no, no, cool, boys. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And it was. Somehow, Andre managed to pull off a miracle and all the wires got joined. And I remember that heart-stopping moment at 6 a.m. on October the 14th when the test signal went to live radio and we'd finally done it. So I'm actually wearing the leather jacket that I wore that day just to bring back that feeling. But it, was, it felt like a... Uh, Tremendous achievement of a whole group of people yeah. who'd thrown themselves at this project, and um, it somehow came together. And uh, the, the the theme that we started on, um, because our challenge was 
how do you start how do you go from a, a listenership of zero yeah. nobody's even heard of you despite the pre-launch publicity mm-hmm. to trying to get some kind of traction in in and get people listening to you so the first uh theme that we took on was one of prostitution and um at that stage uh main road in kenilworth was quite a, a sordid place um <laughs> with hookers plying their trade up and down and we just scattered pamphlets through the area saying what do you think about this? Do you think prostitution should be legalized? Are you against this? Have your opinion. This is your time to have your say. Right. Phone Cape Talk Radio with our number there in large letters. And somehow, you know, a few listeners plus a well, couple of well-placed friends started calling in and we got the ball <laughs> rolling. And it seems silly in this day and age, but, you know, if when the first listenership figures came out a year later, we had all of 51,000 listeners. And I thought, wow, from 0 to 51,000 in a year, that is something. But, I mean, <laughs> these days you guys would sneer at those kind of numbers. <laughs> That's, it's, it's phenomenal having you here. And uh, just very quickly, and this is not part of the script. I normally t- tend to throw the script away a little bit. Um, just what, what are you doing these days? Um, Kino, I've got a publishing business in the in the in the tourism market yeah my real passion is natural history writing i've done about seven books mostly on uh human origins and um uh wildlife yeah um, particularly into birds at the moment i'm doing a series of birding guides i'm hoping to come up to get back more into a contemporary uh writing field in the in the in the near future but i had to you know coming from a news background where it was a it was a very hectic time of the early 90s, covering yeah. the township violence, uh, you know, hanging out with the likes of the Bang Bang Club at that time, yes. going into Tukosa. And, you know, it was very, very difficult to report because we didn't have cell phones. Right. So you go into a, a, a township environment and you'd look at the roofs of all the, the, the houses around. You'd see where there was a telephone connection and you go and pay the guy 20 bucks and say, can I come back here every hour and use your telephone? Um, and I found I got burnt out from that news and I needed to, to try and find some depth. So I went back to the bush for inspiration and to really engage with who we are, where we've come from. And that's a bit of a journey that I'm still on at the moment. Wonderful. Listen, it's, a, it's just a pleasure just seeing you again. Uh, wonderful stuff. For those who've just tuned in, that was a discussion with Brett Hilton Barber, the first program manager, 4567 Medium Wave Cape Talk. And what a difference they've made. I also loved the campaigns you guys ran. It was ballsy. It was in your face. It was... Ah, Loved it. And we've got to thank Ernem for that. They really put it together very yep. well. And Mike was the genius behind it all. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, Listen, thank you very much, Brett. Kira. It's a pleasure. Thank to you be for here. coming through. And once again, that, Brent, uh, that was Brett Hilton Barber, the first program manager for Cape Talk. And you can visit our website, capetalk.co.za, today to see the video of Brett recounting some of his Cape Town memories. And what are your memories over the last 20 years? The ones that stood out for you? 021 446 0567.